Today is the 11th of December 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is a Walking the Way prayer book which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you simply want some more information about the podcast, head to rayborick.co.uk or you could simply click the links in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you that you look on at us as your children and help us to feel that we find in you the greatest good for time and eternity. Lord, we know that we have to make sacrifices, that we have to deny ourselves, but you remain our treasure, our riches, our love and our joy. So give us strength as people ready to serve you. Give us your spirit when we don't understand what we should be doing. Shelter us under your wings and allow us to see your miracles in lives, in souls, and in bodies. For you are our God. You are the Almighty. And you find the way to help in everything. Amen. Judges 6, verse 3. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. A few years ago, the actor, who also happens to be an atheist, Stephen Fry, said he couldn't worship a God who allowed suffering. He actually called God capricious and evil. That's another thing to worry about. But anyway, it's not a unique position. In fact, one of the most common objections we will face as people of God is that where is God in all the suffering in the world? And that is the basis of Gideon's words in our chapter today. If God is so good and God is with us, why has this happened? And it shows a couple of things, really. But firstly, it shows that most people don't get the relationship between God and human agency. And it also makes me think that people want to believe in God, but their misunderstanding or their lack of understanding about God stops them. And I don't want to belittle people's experiences, but I don't believe that we personally can blame God for a lot of what we experience. And so often when I have these conversations with people, I ask the question, where does God's responsibility end? And our responsibility begin. And it seems that for many of those people that I talk to, they simply can't accept the fact that we sometimes have to live with the consequences of decisions that we make or actions that we take, or we are the victims of decisions and actions that other people make. 
I'm not denying that God doesn't allow suffering. You only have to read the first few chapters of Job to know that he does. What I am saying is we cannot attribute every bad thing to God or, more importantly, to God's inaction without recognizing that we have free will. Because that's what human agency is. Human self-determination, free will. And so often what we see is the result of actions of people and ourselves. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read Judges chapter 6. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible reading today is taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Judges chapter 6. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. 
Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza, and did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep, nor cattle, nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. When the people cried out to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I rescued you from the hands of the Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hands of all of your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have not listened to me. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak at Ophrah that belonged to Josh, the Abiezrite, where his son Gideon was thrashing wheat in a winepress to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? We are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hands of Midian. Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Gideon replied, If now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that it is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. Gideon went inside, prepared a young goat, and from an ephah of flour he made bread without yeast. Putting the meat in a basket and its broth in a pot, he brought them out and offered them to him under the oak. The angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread, place them on this rock and pour out the broth. And Gideon did so. And the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the unleavened bread with the tip of the staff that was in his hand. Fire fled from the rock, consuming the meat and bread, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was an angel of the Lord, he exclaimed, Alas, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace, do not be afraid, you are not going to die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day it stands in Ophrah of the Abiezrites. That same night the Lord said to him, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one seven years old. Tear down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. Then build a proper kind of altar to the Lord your God on top of this height. Using the wood of the Asherah pole that you cut down, offer the second bull as a burnt offering. So Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. 
in the morning when the people of the town got up. There was Baal's altar demolished, with the Asherah pole beside it cut down, and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. They asked each other, who did this? When they carefully investigated, they were told, Gideon, son of Joash, did it. The people of the town demanded of Joash, Bring out your son. He must die because he has broken down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. But Joshua replied to the hostile crowd around him, Are you going to plead Baal's cause? Are you trying to save him? Whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning. If Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So because Gideon broke down Baal's altar, they gave him the name Jerob Baal that day, saying, Let Baal contend with him. Now all the Midianites, Amalekites, and the other eastern peoples joined forces, crossed over the Jordan, and camped in the valley of Jezreel. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, summoning the Abiezrites to follow him. He sent messengers throughout Manasseh, calling them to arms, and also to Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, so that they too went up to meet them. Gideon said to the Lord, If you will save Israel by my hand as you have promised, look, I will place a wool fleece on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand as you said. And this is what happened. Gideon rose early the next day, he squeezed the fleece and wrung out the dew, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me. Let me make just one more request. Allow me one more test with the fleece. This time make the fleece dry and let the ground be covered with dew. That night God did so. Only the fleece was dry. All the ground was covered with dew. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words of Scripture. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
Our prayer today, taken from our Walking Away prayer book, is a prayer for Christian unity. Gracious Father, you sent your son to be born into an ordinary family, with ancestors who were both faithful and sinful. We ask your blessing upon all families within households and communities. But today, Lord, we pray especially for the unity of the Christian families that the world may believe. By your heavenly grace, O God, restore us in mind and body. Create in us a clean heart and a pure mind so that we may give glory to your name. May the churches attain a unity of purpose for the sanctification of your world and your people through Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit forever and ever. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray. And so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Walking the way.